Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 172, Using Voltage Drop Testing. Uh, this one's kind of a little bit technical. A person could go, well, what do I care about any of that? I'm not going to be doing that. That's what a technician's supposed to do. Um, you'd be amazed, unfortunately, in, in my years of you know working with other technicians that were supposedly trained or not trained or whatever. Um, there's still today, even in our technical world, there's still plenty of technicians out there that either don't even know what a voltage drop test is or maybe they ran across it as part of their training, but they don't tend to use it. Um, it's it's a great test when it's when it should be done or could be done. Uh, just real quickly, it's basically you're checking. It's not really checking resistance across the connection or c- component. It's looking at under load when the when the component's actually working or it's being powered. You're electrically looking at how much voltage is dropping across a particular connection or across the the uh, component. Okay. And there, there's a certain allowable that there should be of a voltage drop. And beyond that, and this is where connections come into play, um, you, you're able to check every single connection of a circuit if you, if you are so inclined, okay? And so uh, it's a really good test to, if, if a component's not working properly or maybe there's an intermittent problem, essentially you're checking for resistance, but you're checking it on a live circuit. So it's called voltage drop. The problem with checking just resistance is to check it, the circuit has to be dead. In other words, it has to be turned off. So you're not checking the actual active circuit as it would normally be working. And so you can miss all it requires, frankly, on a on a, uh, a circuit. Let's say there's a bad connection where there's a wire that's like, let's say, cut halfway through or even all there is is one strand of wire. If you check that from a resistance standpoint, you could end up with very, very low resistance. So you think nothing is wrong, but you check it from a voltage drop situation where that that uh, wire and that connection is now under load, and you'll get a very, very high voltage drop, and which is not good. And of course, that leads you to well, what's going on with this connection? Okay, so um, it is a technical article. It's not too long. Uh, but I thought it was worthwhile. It might be something where uh, maybe you've got a weird problem with your car, and it's something that now that you've, if you've listened to this podcast, uh, it's something you can ask the technician or the shop owner that, hey, did you guys do a voltage drop test? And they're going to look at you like, well, how do you know about that? Okay. Uh, Or they're going to hopefully say, yes, we did, and this is what we found, and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, the whole point of this podcast series is to educate you, the car owner, uh, assuming you want to be, and uh, you know that way you'll just get uh, better uh, repair service and you'll be more knowledgeable about your car. So, um, again, episode one seventy two using voltage drop testing. Again, this is from a, a trade magazine. It's called Underhood Service, and the article was written by Andrew Markell, who's again a very prolific writer as far as technical stuff is concerned and cars um, and again quick couple quick items if you ever want to get a hold of me via email it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com 
And I'm also on LinkedIn under uh, Brad's Motor Works. So check that out when you get a chance. So anyway, here we go. Picture your local freeway. When the traffic is light, the traffic flows at the same speeds, even if there is a lane closure. As the number of cars increases for rush hour, the speeds slow down. A lane closure can cause traffic to come to a standstill. In this example, the cars during rush hour are like load and power in a starter motor on a circuit. The lane closure is like a bad connection or damaged wire. With light traffic loads, the speed of the traffic will not slow down as lanes merge. But during rush hour, the speeds drop and the backup builds. In an electrical circuit, the resistance produces heat. The measurement of voltage is like the speed of the traffic. If loads are light, the voltage does not drop. As electrical loads in a circuit or traffic increases, the speed of the vehicles or the voltage drops just like the voltage drops, just like speed during rush hour. If a connection is like a superhighway with multiple lanes, the speed or voltage drop does not drop as traffic or electrical loads increase. Basically, this is a simple way to imagine Ohm's law. Voltage drop testing is like having traffic cops on one side of the freeway running radar before and after a lane closure with radar guns. When performing a voltage drop test, you are measuring the amount of voltage drop through part of the circuit. It is a measurement of the energy lost trying to push energy through a bad connection. Voltage drop testing compares the battery or charging voltage to the voltage of the component. The voltage drop occurs because of resistance in the circuit that supplies the pump. The resistance could be in the connectors, grounds, or harness. You can't check for a voltage drop unless the circuit is on. Remember, there has to be current flow. Even if the component in the circuit won't work at all, turn it on. To help you understand voltage drop, let's take a quick look at Ohm's law, where E equals I times R. Since E equals voltage, I equals current, and R equals resistance, another way to express this equation is voltage equals current times resistance. Therefore, when you have current flowing through a circuit with resistance, you'll have a voltage drop. The most common test for voltage drop is at the positive battery cable. If you were to measure the resistance through the cable or connector, it might measure within specification. When you measure the voltage at the post on the starter, the voltage might be the same as at the battery. Voltage drop testing will reveal what is happening inside the circuit when it is under load. Okay. A real good example of this, I, this happened within the last year or so at my shop. I was working on a about an 03 or 04 3 series, and intermittently the engine wouldn't crank over. It'd just be like dead. Okay, It would not crank over. The start would, starter wouldn't work engine wouldn't start. Uh, the car was towed in and at the time of course the first thing on any of that kind of situation is you check the battery and by chance the battery was it was shown according to my tester it was shown on being a, if I remember correctly the state of health on it wasn't very good and the state of charge was even worse okay so um, I think we tried charging it it didn't help any so I put a new battery in and as soon as I put a new battery in the engine started and ran fine and I started it several times that day before releasing it to the customer. Well, sure enough, about, I don't know, a week or so go by, and the customer calls up and said, Brad, it's doing the same thing. It's intermittently not cranking over. So at the time, they were able to get it started by chance, and so if I remember right, they drove it in and left it. Well, now it's like, okay, I've, you know, either I've missed something or there's, you know, there's something going on here. And 
bottom line is, is I end up finding a bad connection where the main positive battery cable connects to the starter and also the there's a cable that comes from the alternator uh, to the starter. So in other words, that main connection right there at the starter, what I ended up finding is that I actually found it initially visually, believe it or not. Um, this connection was so bad and was building so much resistance, and remember in the article he talks about heat, that I'm, I'm looking around the engine compartment with a really good strong flashlight and I happen to look at the starter which you can barely see without taking anything apart. And I'm looking at the cable connections and I see this kind of bluish, it just didn't look right, okay? And I'm going, why is that like a weird color? So I got out my voltmeter, my d digital voltometer, and what I did was to measure. Um, at that time, I think if I remember correctly, the, the engine would start, okay? Well, there was a couple times when it didn't. And so what I did was I measured the voltage drop between the back of the alternator and where this other cable goes from the starter, it goes to there's a, a B-plus connection in the engine compartment for jump starting. So I was actually measuring about six feet of cable and essentially two or three different connections, okay? In that scenario, you shouldn't typically, you don't want to have more than a tenth of a volt drop across any one connection, okay? This thing had like three or four volts when I measured it, okay? Well, then I had to, because I saw this discoloration, I was able to narrow it down to where the actual problem was the connection at the starter uh, the nut had loosened, okay? So over time, this uh, connection had built up heat, resistance, heat, which damaged the cable ends. And of course, it's a, it's a snowball effect because as the cable ends become more damaged, um, the, the resistance gets even worse and worse and worse, okay? Which builds more heat, which builds a, a more of a damaged cable end, which builds more heat, you get the picture, okay? So... It was an interesting one. I mean, that was really, I had not really seen that, that particular issue before. Um, and so it, it uh, you know, it was kind of interesting. But once, once I realized it wasn't a battery issue and that I had missed something along the way, uh, I, I'm sure, I, I mean, I measured the voltage drop at the battery cables at the battery. They were fine. There's a long cable that goes from the trunk where the battery is up to the front of the car. That was fine. The connection at the jump point that I was talking about was fine. The issue was this, the connection at the starter. So I ended up replacing both of those cables. And uh, I think it was, if I remember right, once I got it apart, I realized that the starter post, uh, the stud coming out where this connection was, was damaged as well. So we ended up putting in a new starter because of this uh, threaded stud post being, being uh, damaged. So, and of course it fixed the car. So... Uh, like I say, voltage drop testing can be, you know, if, if you're having a weird problem on your car and you're having a shop look at it, um, you know, see, now that you know what voltage drop testing is, just kind of talk to them about it and see if, if they're, it's something that they have uh, are, are doing on the car. So hopefully you got something out of that one. Uh, that's the end of that one. And um, uh, again, if you want to get a hold of me, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm on LinkedIn under Brad's Motor Works. So uh, again, I hope you got something out of it. Uh, you know, if nothing else, it's kind of increased your knowledge of your car. 
and some of the things that us technicians have to know about, hopefully anyway, I say have to, uh, there's no requirement that we do, at least in most states anyway. So it really comes down to, you know, training and uh, experience and whether or not we apply some of the things that we've learned to uh, do testing on cars. So I hope you got something out of it. I uh, hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.